This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Well, hello there, guys. It's me, your host, Adam, here on the Madison Story Slam podcast. So sorry that it's been so long since you've seen an episode from us. You know, sometimes life gets busy and things kind of fall by the wayside. But uh, that is no excuse. I am sincerely sorry that I have neglected the show for this long. I hope that you'll forgive me. But the good news is we're back a new year almost and we're gonna start doing episodes again i have been busy doing the live shows for story slam doing some video stuff for story slam working on another podcast that mostly my attention was on that show and i'll be honest that's really why the show here for madison story slam has not seen a new episode it's because of that other podcast but I'm no longer a host on that show anymore, so it'll be okay. But we've got uh, two new stories for you to hear today, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing from now on as we start back up again, just one episode a week. But before we get to all that, let's get down to just a little bit of business. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. While you're there, you can leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts app. Ratings help people find the show. Reviews let me know what you like, maybe what you'd like to see different. If you want to support us more, you can go to patreon.com slash madisonstoryslam. That's the business. Now here's the podcast. All right, so as I've said, guys, first episode back in quite some time. I think our last episode that we released was in April or May of 2019. I'm releasing this on Monday, December 30th, 2019. And uh, I'm glad to be back. Some changes have been going on in my life, and I thought that it was about time that I released a new episode for you guys and uh, spent some time here at the top to just fill you in on what is going on. First up, uh, I do want to let you know that on February 15th, that is Saturday, February 15th, uh, we are doing our normal Story Slam um, the third Saturday of the month at the Wilmar Center. We are back at the Wilmar Center. We have been doing Story Slams at Stateline Distillery in Madison on Wednesdays. We are still doing that. Info for those ones can be, and the, the, the main Saturday ones, all info for our events can be always found on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Madison Story Slam, or just search Madison Story Slam on Facebook or click the link in the show notes here. Um, but yeah, on Saturday, February 15th, we are celebrating our fifth year doing this. Um, I have been doing a form of what the, what eventually became Madison Story Slam for six years now, um, and and but Madison Story Slam has now existed for five years, and we are celebrating that on February fifteenth. We are doing a more curated show that night where I have handpicked a handful of specific people to come tell some of their best stories that we've heard, um, maybe some that we haven't. So it is going to be a great time, and uh, you should come. We're going to have some food. We're going to have some celebration, and you're, it, you, you won't regret it. You should come. 
Um, second up, I want to, again, fill you in what's going on in my life. Uh, I mentioned uh, at the top of the show that uh, I have been neglecting this because I have been hosting and doing a different show, uh, a different podcast. It's called Chill Filtered. It's a podcast about whiskey and uh, spirits in general. And no, I'm not talking about like the spooky supernatural type of spirits. I'm talking about alcohol, you know, like the wine and spirits section of your local grocery store. Um, So if you're into alcohol, whiskey, spirits, anything like that, and uh, you want to be into it more or learn some more, uh, that show is still going on. I stepped down as a host, but uh, the my co-host has found a new co-host, and I will continue to um, help out on that show behind the scenes as far as production goes and engineering and editing, things like that, and getting the show, the show episodes posted. Uh, but if you want to check it out, you can go to chillfiltered.com or just search on your favorite podcast app, Chill filtered and the uh the show that pops up with a blue and gold cover art that kind of looks like a whiskey label that would be that show i had a great time on that show um being a host it was a lot of fun learned a lot and um i i will dearly miss it and and miss the fans that we that we had over there that they continue to have um but the reason I have stepped down is because I have stopped drinking alcohol, uh, which uh, is kind of big for me. So a um, little bit of news from me. I found out a few weeks ago that I have diabetes and um, have been kind of on a war path to uh, get healthy and get it under control. I went into the doctor because my hands and feet were numb and either my feet were either numb or burning and it just wasn't great. And, uh, yep, they confirmed it type two diabetes, um, that has been out of control for some, for some time. And, um, you know, that first day I found out it was pretty embarrassing and, uh, you feel some shame just cause you feel like, um, I've I've lived a certain way and allowed that to become so bad that I was now given a disease, um, and that sucks. But uh, so here's what I found: I'm I'm really an open guy, and I, and I talk a lot about my personal life, and and I I'll tell anybody about stuff in my life. Um, so I've made a few Facebook posts about it. If we're friends or if we're connected on Facebook, you probably saw them. And I have seen, uh, I, I have gotten a lot of feedback on those and people have reached out through Facebook Messenger or comments or people have texted me because of those and have said things like, you know, this is really brave that you're talking about this and blah, blah, blah. And I don't get it. I, I don't think it's brave. I don't think like, it's just a part of my life. I, I don't really see the point in hiding it. I, I don't, um, and, I, and I know some people do when they get the diagnosis, they, they feel a lot of that intense shame and they don't want to talk about it and they want to try and hide it. Um, but the way I looked at it was, um, well, I'm not going to be able to drink alcohol anymore. Um, but on top of the diabetes, I may have kidney damage. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not drinking alcohol for at least a year until we get some, uh, some news back on, on certain things, but for sure for a year, I'm, I'm not drinking alcohol. So I couldn't continue doing that podcast. People were going to be curious about why I stepped down from that. Uh, at story slam, I'm pretty much always, I always have a beer in my hand. I, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Um, people would notice that I am starting to eat and drink differently and make lifestyle choices. And let me tell you guys, I have made drastic life lifestyle changes, not choice. Yeah, choices, whatever, changes. Um, and I have 
um, never felt better. <laughs> it's so weird because I've never been sicker. Um, so, you know, I started dieting. Um, I have uh, a very, very low carb diet. I don't eat anything with added sugar. Um, it's mainly protein and vegetables. Um, I, I, the only bread type thing that I've had in uh, the last few weeks was at Christmas, I had a Olive Garden, uh, an Olive Gar Garden breadstick. But that was it. it. wasn't worth it. Last night, I had a dream that I had a soda and uh, was so disappointed in myself. That is how much I've changed. I'll, I'll tell you this, guys, and, and then we can wrap it up and get to some stories here. Um, I was drinking at least four 20-ounce Dr. Peppers a day. And that is, like, that's the thing that I'm ashamed of. Um, that's insane. Uh, so... I, we're not going to preach too much here, but I will say this. If you feel like you're eating or your your soda consumption or anything is out of control and you feel like you want to get a hand on it, reach out to me on the Story Slam Facebook page. Reach out to us. I'll talk to you. Not that I'm an expert. Uh, but then the other thing I would say is like, don't keep putting it off. I always was like, you know what? I'll, I'll quit drinking soda eventually. It, it'll calm down. I'll get a handle on it, blah, blah, blah. I never did. I never got a handle on it and it got a handle on me. So stop drinking soda. <laughs> That's the biggest thing is stop drinking soda uh, and start taking care of yourself. Uh, I have, um, I've lost uh, probably close to about 20 pounds since I found out uh, just uh, between diet and exercise. I lowered my blood pressure significantly on my first visit. Um, my blood pressure was something like 175 over 90, which is just insane. Um, and then, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I think it was 168 over 90. And then, uh, a week later, uh, between diet and exercise, I had, uh, lowered my blood pressure to 136 over 78, which is pretty close to where it should be. Uh, as a diabetic, you want to hit like, I think it's like one. 120 over 75 or so. So I've still got some work to do there, but uh, I'm working on it and I'm working out and it feels great. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on in my life. We're going to have more episodes of Madison Story Slam coming up um, and uh, it's going to be good. I'm really excited about this coming year and what lies ahead for Story Slam. Uh, February 15th, you know, the five-year anniversary celebrating that, uh, as I said, uh, it's going to be good. Um, and then one last thing, guys, I want to tell you about, uh, you know, at the top of the show of every show, you hear that this is a Mortarbox Media podcast. And Mortarbox Media is a company that I have started to try and help people create new podcast. Uh, there, there are a lot of people who have show ideas. They, they just don't have the equipment or the know-how or whatever. So Mortarbox Media is the company that I use to uh, offer my expertise in the land of podcasting to people who have great ideas for shows, but they just need some help implementing those ideas. And they need some help with the, the learning and the know-how and, and probably the equipment. So I have a lot of really great professional equipment that I use to make uh, this show and chill filtered and things like that. Um, and so if you ever want to make a show, you can reach out, uh, you can reach out to the Madison Story Slam page or find the Mortarbox Media Facebook page. 
Um, and and we can we can definitely connect. And actually, during the break on today's episode, you're going to hear a teaser episode for um, a group of women who just uh, signed up to be another Mortarbox Media podcast. The podcast is called Women AF Podcast, and uh, it's kind of a, a show about women entrepreneurship and just being women in the workplace. And it's a feminist podcast, and it's really good. Um, three three friends and their conversation is great. Um, they're from the area, so you'll enjoy it. I promise you. Uh, go check them out. You can subscribe right now if you look up Women AF Podcast. AF is one word, or there's no spaces between the A and the F. But yeah, Women AF Podcast. You can subscribe to their show right now. This teaser that you're going to hear is up uh, on their own podcast stream so that people can subscribe and get an idea of it. But you can hear that teaser here on today's episode. Okay, enough enough talking, enough shilling my own uh, companies and things like that. But you should go check out Women AF Podcast because we've been working really hard on it. Okay, um, on today's episode, we're going to hear two great stories. One from a dear friend named Ben Klebzig uh, from a uh, from a story slam from this previous year called the theme was secondhand and people were telling stories that they had heard secondhand. And then the uh, the next story after that is from our dear friend, dear, 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 dear friend, Zachary Shea. Uh, and it's a, it, it's a pretty funny story, and then it turns into something uh, kind of different. And I really liked what he had to say towards the end of his story and uh, his thoughts on it. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. And finally, without further ado, guys, here's Ben. All right, so I'm going to tell a story. It's in first person. It's about my childhood. I know tonight's theme is secondhand stories. It relates, stay with me. When I was a kid, we moved to a new neighborhood and I didn't have many friends. Couldn't really connect with, uh, it was the middle of summer so there was no school connections to be made. But I noticed that there were kids in the neighborhood that were playing baseball on a regular basis. You know, the kind of neighborhood game where there's a few people on each side, they didn't really have enough for a full team. They played in a vacant lot not far from my house. And so I wasn't athletic at all, uh, not a baseball player, but I kind of introduced myself and weaseled my way into the game. Uh, and, and they eventually kind of let me play. But we didn't have much in the way of equipment, and the one ball that we had got destroyed in a game, absolutely destroyed. We couldn't play anymore. So I ran home, <clears throat> and I grabbed a baseball that my stepfather had. And... Stay with me. And I, I bring the ball into the game, and I hit the first home run, the first home run of my life, over the fence. Yeah, what I didn't realize is that it is a Babe Ruth signed baseball. I was, I was floored, and on the other side of the fence is the biggest dog you've ever seen, ever. It's terrifying. Like, it was the size of a pony. You've never seen a dog this big. My dad, my stepfather's out of town. We, we spend the rest of the week elaborate plots to get this ball back. It's so important that we get this ball back. Eventually, there's this huge conflagration. The, the, the fence knocks down. The dog's being chased all over town. We get in there. The ball's destroyed. And there's this whole stash of other balls. 
And the kicker, the kicker, uh, you, you could not have seen this coming. The kicker is the guy who owns the dog turns out he's this really gentle, sweet, nice guy. And he, he's blind. He was a baseball player. He knew Babe Ruth. And he had a baseball with the entire 1927 Yankees. And he allowed me to replace that to make amends to my stepfather whose ball I had ruined. So. <laughs> flash forward, flash forward 30 years. I'm a father, I have children, and my nighttime bedtime routine with my kids is to tell them stories from my childhood. I tell them about, you know, I lived in the suburbs of, of Chicago, but there was like, somehow there was like wildlife. We would catch frogs, we would catch, we had insect collections. Uh, there was a time I went fishing in some creek where I had just, I was fishing with a spool of, just the spool of, of fishing line and a lure at the end. And I would tell the story about how some giant fish, I don't know what it was, I was like five, dragged me into the creek. Like it was so strong and it, it broke the line, it dragged me into the creek. There was a time when there was a huge rainstorm and the back ditch filled up uh, that was right along a big road. And we went and played in ditch water like all day and we would beg the cars going along to drive through the puddle so we could get splashed with water. And I would tell story after story about my childhood. My kids ate it up. They demanded childhood stories for bedtime. Here's the problem. I ran out of stories. I, I ran out of stories that were child safe, child friendly. There were stories that I couldn't tell, you know, like the first time I went drinking or the time that a police officer kindly let me sweep the glass off the road rather than taking us down to the station. Uh, the times that we had incredible parties at the log cabin in the woods. I couldn't tell any of those stories. So I started passing off movie plots <laughs> as stories from my childhood. The problem is, as they got older and they started seeing more movies, the level of betrayal that they felt when they realized that I told them the plot to Sandlot as a story from my childhood was profound. So the moral of the story is you can lie to your children as long as you keep away from popular well-known movies. mood for a new podcast well get ready because women af is a brand new podcast that's about to get all up in your face with real and honest conversations about our experiences as women <laughs> i've seen a lot of nipples like more nipples <laughs> right? than i really would have ever thought yeah. that i was gonna see and suddenly it's <laughs> yeah. just like not a they're big deal they're different right yeah they're very different all nipples are very different yep and beautiful we are the hosts of women af i'm danny i'm nicole and i'm carrie Three friends who've bonded over entrepreneurial dreams, potty training gone wrong, and plans to dismantle the patriarchy. And murder podcasts. 
die, Carrie. You know how in the beginning you were talking about how Danny has all these adventure stories? Yeah. That, what you just told, was an adventure story. We all clicked immediately when we met. Like that rare magical moment where you meet a new person and suddenly You're My Best Friend by Queen is playing out of nowhere and you've linked arms and are skipping together happily down the road. Seriously, one of our hobbies is skipping down the road together and we always get a lot of looks. I was like, why didn't I do this in the first place? Was I should have like, known so by in now. Love with it. Yeah, does, well, does everyone love you now? Well, I think they love me, but not for my bars. Three of us are similar in many ways, but we have a lot of very interesting differences, which we'll explore in some future podcasts. Everyone but I like to bring it. the sugar. People love to see the sugar come through the door. I got to bring the That's sugar. That's true. There okay. is joy. That's just what all I right, got to do. You bring the sugar and I'll bring the veggies. But above all, we're going to keep it real. We're not here to talk about how precious each moment with our children is or how we're always brave in the face of adversity. She had gone to the bathroom and there was a log in the (laughs) toilet. That's like one of those where you look at it and you're like, how did this come out of such a teeny tiny little body? Because it's like as big as you are. But anyway, we struggle and we want that fact to be out there because it's our reality and we know listeners can relate. We will probably swear, and by probably, I mean that we definitely will. We may get graphic, we may get a bit dark at times, but we also never, ever take ourselves too seriously. You didn't know you were doing the Pomodoro method? Apparently. (laughs) So no matter the topic, we're going to have some laughs, and hopefully always find a positive takeaway. We are Women AS, and we hope you are too. Gonna sound weird. Do you have toilet tongs? This is, this is uh, so Adam said at the beginning that some stories are just bad. This this one's gonna be bad. Um, I, I I just know it's weird, but like I heard Charles's story, and there's no way I can top that for one. So like, let's just. Do it weird. Um, if I asked, like, a show of hands, how many people here know of an idea? It's called, it's in linguistics and also media studies, semiotics. So there's like only two hands. So really quick version is, so this is a cat, right? No, it's a picture of a cat. Um, (laughs) But that's kind of the point. So semiotics is a way of thinking about communication where there is a sign, which is a thing that we generally understand, and there is a signifier and a signified. Zach, those words sound really familiar. Or similar. Yeah, it's... Uh, But... (laughs) The signifier is the thing in the real world which it represents, and the signified is the thing that you think of in your own head. Some people get rid of the signifier because there is only communication, there is no real world, and I'm not ready to process that level of thinking. So, we're going to assume that there's a real world, Um, but lots of things can be signs. So a picture of a cat can be a sign. The word cat can be a sign. If I just started playing through the speakers, like the sound of a cat meowing, that is a sign because we all think of the same thing. But the signified in our heads isn't the same. Like we're all thinking of a different cat, roughly. 
and I am a sign right now, right? Like, this isn't me. This is just a snapshot of me in time, and I'm kind of performing me, and you have an idea of what I am in your... What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I have been doing Story Slam since November of 2015, uh, I moved to Madison and a friend of mine and I were just trying to figure out things to do because we were being adults for the first time and how do adults hang out and have friends? Um, so we searched on like Google and Facebook and we found a couple of things that seemed to fit our interests. This was one. I've told a bunch of stories, as Adam said, I've told a bunch of stories about my sex life and my genitalia. Like. <laughs> Like, I have this one story where I didn't know I was circumcised for a really long time. I knew the difference between circumcised... Like, if you showed me a circumcised and an uncircumcised penis, I could tell you one of these is circumcised and one of these is uncircumcised, but I could not label which one was which. I, I knew what the difference was, but not which was which. It got to a point where I asked my mom, Mom, am I circumcised? And she, without looking at me, said no, and that is wrong. Um, so I don't know why she said that. Um, I have a lot of, like, it's just, I am an awkward mess for some reason. And these are the things that make my best stories. I also found, and I guess also just my genitals are a mystery to me. Um, <laughs> A small, and I promise this is not going where you think it's going, um, a small, hard grain of rice-shaped thing on, like, the skin of my penis, which is how they describe cancer to children, right? Like, it's hard like a grain of uncooked rice. And for most of my life, after having sex ed and being told that's what cancer looks like, I would look at it and go, oh, do I have cancer? And then I would go to the doctor, and then I would forget. And then I would get in the car to go home, and I would go, crap! Well, now it'd be weird if we went back. So I'll do it next year, which is not a good... Like, I didn't have cancer, but if, if you're a kid and you think you do, that's not a good plan of action, is it? Um... But eventually I do remember to tell my doctor and I'm like, oh, hey, there's this weird like thing on there. Can you look at it? And so he looks at it and he goes, oh, that's impacted skin. And I go, what does that mean? He goes, it's like a scar. It's, it, it, some people have it when they're circumcised and it goes away. And I go, I'm circumcised? <laughs> So that story is kind of not true. It's all true. Everything in that story is correct, but I cut out a lot of things to the point that I actually cut out that, yes, 
I met my doctor, he told me it was impacted skin, so I didn't have cancer, and I also met with my doctor, and he was the one who revealed to me that I was circumcised, and that's why I have impacted skin. But those were two separate appointments. I just sort of, but that's not an interesting story, is it? Oh, well, and then I went home, and I did all this stuff, and then, and that isn't a story. That's a bunch of different things which are vaguely related, so I just sort of, and that feels like the most egregious version of that in any story that I ever tell. That's why I wanted to use it as an example. I do that all the time. I've been coming to Story Slam now on and off since 2015, and I'm incapable of telling a story that I don't prep like really, really hard. Like I'll either leave sometimes for 30 minutes and just run it again and again and again. I'll write down notes. Uh, my partner can attest to the fact that I wasn't even like able to talk to her thinking about what I wanted to say coming here. And so I was like, what, what am I when I'm up on this stage? Like what am I a sign of and why am I so uncomfortable with the truth that I feel the need to perform away all of these little, like my stories are about me being awkward and imperfect, but I cut out all the awkward imperfections. And I, I don't know, I, I didn't want to let myself get away with that tonight. And I've kind of fucked that story, haven't I? Like, I can't tell it again because it now has this weird, like, error in it. And we all kind of do that, don't we, on this stage. We all, we smooth over parts, because if we told stories in real time, that would be horrendous. No one would want to sit through that. But we all sort of agree to accept it as the truth. But I, I feel like I'm worse at it. And I, I don't know, I, I, I wanted to think about that. And I told you it was gonna be weird and bad and I don't even know how to end this, so. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> All right guys, that's it for this episode of Madison Story Slam. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. And uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. We appreciate that so much. And again, you can uh, support us even more by going to patreon.com slash madisonstoryslam. The link to that is in the show notes here. So go ahead and find that. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those great places. We'd love to connect with you there if you'd like to see behind the scenes of stories in the making. Hey, do me a favor. Go check out that new podcast I told you about. It's called Women AF Podcast. You can find them on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app. You can find them on uh, Spotify, pretty much any app that you use to listen to podcasts. You can go find that show. We would love to see you at our next Story Slam, which is January 11th at Stateline Distillery in Madison, Wisconsin. It's going to be a ton of fun, and uh, they have good drinks for you there. And then just don't forget that uh, February 15th is our five-year celebration of Madison Story Slam. We would love to see you there with some great stories, some great food, and of course, as always, beer from Ale Asylum. So come on out for that. Hey, so glad to be back. Glad you're listening. And as always, I love you.